When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, nonstop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. What is it now? 31 years, uh, uh, 31 playoff appearances with no Super Bowl titles? Is that the stat I saw? I think so. Okay, listen to me. Listen to me. It's okay. We can do this together. This is part of being a fan. There are so many. High- Remember that comeback against the Colts? Yeah. Remember that big 61-yard field goal against the Giants? Yeah. Those are good moments, right? Yeah. Focus on those right now. Okay. Okay. Can okay. it? Will it happen? I, I can't tell you that. Okay. I can't tell you that. There she is, former uh, Royce and Mackey intern Jamie Erdahl on the big stage. Good morning, football. Getting her, <laughs> her Vikings therapy from Peter Schrager. <laughs> oh yeah, that's good. Oh man. Well, you know we're. Uh, we're in a giving mood this week. We um, we feel like giving you guys some bonus episodes of Purple Daily. There are so many things to talk about and to speculate on and to start planning on behalf of the Vikings. I got a tweet from someone yesterday when we, we posted the uh, We Found a Way to Clear $45 million in Cap Space episode. Do you actually think you have influence? What, an, what a bunch of egomaniacs. <laughs> Yes, we feel like pretty much everything we manifest on this show is going to come to fruition. Yes, we are the we are the um, Vikings and football Illuminati. Illuminati. I love the uh, okay. Over. You created forty million. Now what? Oh, I I don't know. You 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 fix the roster and re-sign play. I don't know. I just, we just created the forty million. What is that? Why is that such yep. a big issue? Go to the mall. Yeah. Go to the mall. Go buy some plays. Go shopping. Go buy yourself something nice. The other thing too is, and I I got this tweet as well, and I think it's time to remind people exactly what reckless speculation means i got a note that said you're herbert you saying anything about herbert is crossing a line if it's not you know if it's not real it's nothing it's like it's called reckless speculation for a reason we spitball things and often throw them out immediately well that felt good now that the three of us just uh got that off our chest random anonymous people on twitter sending us speculation baby coming back (laughs) heavy Yes. Uh, so, all right. Well, this is Purple Daily. Thank you for uh, stumbling into our show, however you're consuming on YouTube or maybe Spotify, Apple, Score North app. This is Daily Vikings Entertainment, where we would prefer at some point if the Vikings would win a dang Super Bowl before we die. Um, the show is presented by our friends over at TCL. Redefine creativity with the, the TCL 30V 5G smartphone. Enjoy blazing fast 5G speed and AI-powered 50-megapixel triple camera system. A lot of megapixels. Ultra-realistic, true-to-life visuals powered by Next Vision and booming sound from the dual speakers. Learn more at TCL.com. And a shout-out to the official craft beer yep. of Purple Daily. 
Surly Brewing Company. Yep. So you sit down to watch that that game on your big TCL, and you know what? You take a picture and you tweet us at Score North to show us that. But what are you drinking? What are you sipping on? What are you enjoying in this time of need, where the season is done? And yes, there's a lot of reckless speculation, but still a disappointing loss. I've got the answer: Surly Surly Brewing. Uh, but before I die, which you know what? Now we moved on to 2023. Furious Logic Bomb Axe Man. I could go down the list. Enjoy those. And again, as always, show us your cans at Jay Zolgad at Score North. Show us your TV. Show us your cans. Show us that the Score North lifestyle has taken hold of you. Let's do it, baby. All right, let's go get it. All right. Speaking of the reckless speculation lifestyle, sounds like Adam Thielen has not been happy behind the scenes. It sounds like Adam Thielen is interested in potentially moving on from the Vikings. A couple days ago, and I mean, we saw this. We didn't really, I guess we just, this 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 first post from Caitlin Thielen on an Instagram story a couple days ago, I don't know that it really rose up to the level of us, like, making a big deal out of it on Purple Daily. It's just, it definitely hinted at something. So I'm going to take you back 48 hours where she posted after the Vikings lost to the Giants, a picture of her and her husband, Adam, inside U.S. Bank Stadium. And the caption is, just like that, the season and our time here in Minnesota might be at an end. Super proud of your attitude this season and always fighting. We brought this up. We kind of glossed past it. Yep. You know, I think we might have brought it up even on Mackie and Judd's statements or something. But we just kind of, oh, that's interesting. Sounds like Thielen might be a little frustrated. His wife is clearly hinting at something on an Instagram story, but whatever. You know. Well. um, Last night, or sometime yesterday, uh, so she has two Instagram accounts. This She has a personal account, and then she has a, like a brand account for some of the blogging and influencer stuff that she does. It's a life underscore with underscore Mrs. T. And she posted another kind of like season recap. Here's some pictures of another season, 10th season coming to an end. And a guy comments, don't ever let the business aspect of the league get in the way of the fact that your fam- that your family are Vikings for life, right? Hey, it's okay. Keep your head up. Fans are... Yeah, it's actually nice. And she responded, not the business side necessarily. Adam wants opportunities to show what he can do and feel valued as a receiver, so we'll support him wherever that may be. Hmm. hmm. Reckless speculation. Now, before I ask you guys a series of questions and we dissect this. Before you interrogate us. I will say, uh, regardless of what happens, and by the way, we did our uh, our cap space episode yesterday. How do we clear $40-plus million in cap space? And Adam was one of the cap casualties that we landed on playing sort of, you know, Quasi's job. I think whatever happens, there's a really good chance sometime in the future, Adam Thielen is a Vikings ring of honor guy. And... And I think the 10 years he has spent in Minnesota, he's one of the, you know, six, seven, eight best wide receivers in franchise history. He's done a lot of awesome things. He's a great story. To me, where there's smoke, there's fire here. He hasn't come out to his credit. If she hadn't posted this stuff, I don't think any of us would have known that he's frustrated or is thinking about going elsewhere. So what do you make of these posts from Adam Thielen's wife on social media? Well, first of all, I'm, I mean, it's he's a very different player because he's far more popular, but it's 
very remindful of what occurred with Cam Talbot last spring when his wife came out and basically posted the same thing, you know, which is, I understand the support. I am never a fan of professional athletes, uh, wives or family doing this because if the player wants to say it, yes, that's fine. That's cool. That's good. From our standpoint of talking about it, I appreciate what she did. But if, now everything's everything's out there now. Exactly. Right? But I don't understand the need. I, I mean, Thielen is, let's see here. He is the ripe old age of what? He He'll is be 32. 33. He'll be 33. So he's 32 right now. But I'm saying he's a 32-year-old man. If he decides, I'm pissed off, I don't like this, okay, tell somebody. Um, if you say it in your house and then your your wife or in a, in some cases a mom or a dad comes out, uh, you know, that's that type of crap happens in high school when guys don't play or gals don't play. It happens in college sometimes. I have a little bit of a more of a problem with it D1 because you're you're in a big time program. But in pros, I have no room for it. it. Like to me, it creates it creates completely unnecessary drama. Now, that being said, um, this ro- this also from a Vikings parallel reminds me of, of an exact parallel to Kyle Rudolph. Um, the. I guess my one thing would be like if I was a aging athlete counselor, I would tell them, especially of good players at one time for sure, I would tell them, read the room, okay? Um, there seems to be, and, and Kyle did the same exact thing, there seems to be this air that they put off of, well, I play for this team, this is my team, and my role should remain the same. And it's like, have you watched yourself play of late? Like your 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 body, and it's not your fault, both guys played hard, is disintegrating, okay? Yeah. The other thing is, have you looked at Thielen's stats for 2022? He had 12 more targets. It went from 95 and 21 in Zimmers last year to 107. He had three more receptions, 67 and 21, 70 this season. He had 10 less yards, and he did have four fewer touchdowns. But He also, did play four more games, in yep, fairness. Yep, so. but... The other thing is, so like he wasn't ignored completely, but the other thing is, you know, I don't know if he's stuck in this mindset, but it used to be Diggs and Thielen. You know, it it was like Batman and Robin, 1A and 1B. They're the same guy. And I always thought ultimately, you know, Adam's really good, but Stefan Diggs is great. Like, should we be... Should we be lumping them together? And I think the perception of Vikings fans was, oh, yeah, it's, it's 1A, 1B. All right, so I struggled with that a little bit, but I'm going to tell you right now, you have Justin Jefferson. Kevin O'Connell's job, his job, one of the most, like if he had a to-do list the day he arrived here last winter was, how do we get the ball to 18 as much as possible? And for anyone to gripe about that, and then to see that Thielen hurt and declining play, and Phil, you've gone through the separation stats. That's not... That's not Judd's eye test fooling him because he's old. That is a real thing. And and then for Quazy to go out and get Hawkinson in what was a brilliant trade, in part because Thielen could no longer do the job he once did, mm-hmm. okay? Again, that's Quazy's job, and he did a great job. And O'Connell did a great job along with Kirk of incorporating him. So I think that this frustration, I think the Thielens, and especially – I'm sure that he's included too privately because she wouldn't put this out without him uh, talking about it quite a bit. They need to look in the mirror at who they are now, at who he is now. Um, and, and you know, if you're not happy, then I, then I think you're gone. 
Like, if you can be gone, I think you're gone. Well, Billy, Billy Guerin on the wild side with, with Cam Talbot when this happened, you know, I think Cam Talbot's wife expressed some feelings publicly, and uh, Billy Guerin had zero patience for that with sort of an aging goaltender. And I, I do wonder, and, and it sounds like Kwesi and KOC are going to speak to the media today. I don't know if this will be talked about or not. Uh, but it is an interesting crossroads you've come to. The difference with Talbot is he wasn't like a longtime right. legendary wild player. Right. You know, Thielen, the, the legend of Adam Thielen rising up from Minnesota State. And I do think you have to be a little careful, even if even if he's being unreasonable with where he's at as a player. and Because he is, he, I think he's on the record saying sometime in the last couple of days, I have a lot of football left in me. And there's a lot of things that would point to maybe, maybe you don't. But I don't. I don't want this to get contentious necessarily. I don't think it needs to be. Um, among other things, what I would point out in terms of opportunity: the last three games, the the last two regular season games, road game against Green Bay, road game against Chicago, and then the playoff game against the Giants. Those defenses, especially Green Bay and New York, were doing everything they could to put two and three guys over on Justin Jefferson's route. They were. I mean, Jair Alexander is jamming him at the line of scrimmage. They're bracketing him and rolling a safety over the Giants. I mean, think about the fourth and eight play that we've been dissecting for three days now. There were two defenders glued to Jefferson and a safety rolling over the top. Thielen has had a lot of one-on-one opportunities, and I'd love to get the inside scoop on, okay, are you mad because Kirk isn't looking your way enough? Are you mad because because it's, it's not money, by the way. He's not mad about his contract. So it's it's about opportunity on the field. Uh-huh. Are you mad? I could see, all right, let's look at the scheme of that fourth and eight play. Kurt Warner did a seven-minute breakdown on his YouTube channel, and one of the first things he pointed out was that route to Thielen pre-snap is a non-option for me because he's throwing across the field right hash mark to sort of a fading wide receiver 20, 25 yards away on a fourth and eight. That, he basically said that Thielen route was kind of a dummy route to pull a defender out of the play. Was that a last straw saying, dude, it's a fourth and eight season on the line, and you're making me run a meaningless route? What am I in this? I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm just like the fourth guy in this offense? I would maybe point and say, well, the defense is paying that much attention the last few weeks to Justin Jefferson, and you had one, two, and three catches in those last three games. So again, it doesn't it doesn't need to be like a dump on Adam Thielen fest here, but it just seems like a little bit of a lack of sports self awareness. And we went through some of these numbers a couple of weeks ago. Thielen had nine one hundred yard games in two thousand eighteen. He's had only five one hundred yard games since then in the four full seasons since then. Mm-hmm. His last one hundred yard game came in week six of two thousand twenty one. His last thousand yard season came in two thousand eighteen. His contested catch rate. So 50-50 balls. He was 99th out of 103 qualified receivers in contested catch rate this year. Four of, he was 4 of 19 on contested catches. Because he's always he's blanketed almost all the time. Um, we went over the man, cover, man coverage. 2018, he was one of the six or seven best receivers in the NFL against man coverage. Ahead of OBJ, Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, yards per route run. This year... He was one of the five or six worst receivers in man coverage. So, like, the eye test, the numbers, the Vikings are doing what they have to do, which is KJ's a little younger, TJ Hawkinson, bring him in here. So I guess in terms of, like, where's my opportunities, I don't know what else to say. 
well, they did their best as well to to give him that chance. And, you know, I mean, if you think for one second that Kevin O'Connell and especially Kirk Cousins are looking to not throw the ball to him, you're crazy. They, you know, Kirk Cousins loves him. They they were for a long time. It, it became almost annoying that Kirk no. didn't look elsewhere, okay? So Kirk Cousins is not purposely now being like, well, I'm not going to throw him the ball. Um, they did their best to make him the number two to Jefferson and bury KJ. Like, go back and look at the games. KJ was buried for a long time. I, I mean, we thought KJ was going to play a key role, and, and he didn't because Thielen was still the guy. Yeah. And eventually it evolved where it was just clear that there was not going to be much yak. There was not going to be much separation. And so, and as far as it being contentious, Phil, I mean, that goes back to them. That The, the team has done nothing. Kevin O'Connell's done nothing. And what looks bad here, too, is is very simple. You won 13 games, okay? However you did it, you won 13 games. What, whether Thielen was a star or was a bit player, whatever it was. You know, in Kevin O'Connell's first year, Kirk Cousins, eight fourth-quarter comebacks, which is super impressive, and 13 wins, and your first division title since 2017. And then your takeaway is, my husband deserves more of a chance. Again, read the room. Read the room and look, your husband's 32. That's He's 32 and beat up, and he's going to be 33 soon, and that's ancient for a football player who's played as hard. You know, um, this should be the glory days of a great career as a Viking winding down. And But this is the same thing that Kyle did. Rudolph did the same thing. And look at what he's done since. He went what, to the Giants. What, remind me, what did he – so his last year with the Vikings was was 2020. Yep. I know. I remember he wrote that like two thousand word yep. goodbye to the Vikings, and it literally included like yep. fifty different names and five different quarterbacks. Did not mention Kirk Cousins. Yep, because he was but, mad. But that was the same thing. He was also mad because he wasn't getting the ball as much as he thought he should. But then he went to the Giants and the Bucks, and he has proven that he was just cooked. Which he's is caught, by, he's caught twenty nine passes since leaving in yeah, two years. Yeah. Which, which to be clear, I have admiration for what these people do in their prime. But it comes at a price, and it comes quickly. And to now be like, well, Adam deserves more of a chance after you won 13 games? I, I really, I, I mean, I don't mean to dump on them, but I struggle. I struggle with you being upset about your role decreasing on a team that just had back-to-back before this crappy years in which you didn't make the playoffs. So are you telling me that the glory days of your stats are more important than a 13-win season and saying my husband wants to be more productive he went okay so you want to go to the texans well actually a lot of a lot of people have sent photos out aaron Rodgers and adam thielen have yeah, a mutual yeah. admiration for each other that if he were cut by the vikings aaron Rodgers would absolutely shoot him a text and say you up and you know what he probably would accept it because this this would be in a very this this is very small but this would be a very, very small Farvinian thing, right? So just go, just go stick it to the Vikings. The, yeah. the only thing that I would think prevent him is, even though you know he's Minnesota boy and he loves Vikings Packers, he is extremely vocal of how much he hates Lambeau Field. Loves it as a player. Does not like it at all. Doesn't like playing on grass. He hates that field. And I'm not saying that's the only reason. It. He could get over that for a revenge tour, couldn't he? Potentially. That's <laughs> a very... Favre hated the Metrodome in he the did. 90s. He was awful there. He was just <laughs> god-awful. The Vikings True. basically beat him up there. And you know what? By 2009, do I like the Metrodome? Hell yeah. I think, I, the re- I think the revenge tour thing is 
spot on personally. Well, and we and we did address Thielen, like I said, off the top of the episode in our uh, salary cap maneuvering show yesterday. So just a reminder, if the Vikings, if, if, if this thing is just, all right, well, you don't want to be here, you feel like you deserve more opportunities, and, well, we could use the cap space, there's a few different things they could do. You could, you could cut him sometime uh, with a pre-June 1st designation. You would eat $13.5 million to your cap, which is a big-time swallow hard, but you would free up $6.5 million in cap space if you thought there was another player out there that you could devote that money to. If you were to do a post-June 1st designation, that money would basically flip. So you would be on the hook for $6.5 million, and you would save 13.5 to the salary cap. But you would also then, I believe, miss out on the first and second wave of free agency. Right. Yes, it'd be after the fact. Absolutely. So um, now there would be another option, which is a trade. I guess that's my next question to you guys. Is there any trade value here? I don't think you'd trade him to the Packers, but. No, and I don't think there is. He is now. A fifth or a sixth? Like, do you think any team. Looking for a third weapon, slot guy. You know, as valuable as the great receivers are, he is now in a bin that you can find a lot of. I mean, he's a he still has great hands. I, I will I will contend he's that still his dying productive. Day, he's still. He I mean, great, the, guy, the guy caught seventy passes this season and six yes. touchdowns. So maybe a sixth round pick. I, I'm just thinking that. But what? So what's the penalty if I trade him from a cap standpoint? Same thing, same exact. So thing. if you were to trade pre June first, it would be about the same as cutting him. So you'd you would be on the hook for thirteen and a half, and some of this is yeah. just the way that you restructured his contract uh, last time around, and you'd still save the six and a half. But you would then recoup. See, I would be more inclined to do this because if I can get like a, even like a six round pick and I get some cap space back, and you need draft picks, that's a good point. Yeah. So. I I just there's got to be think about like if you're Sean Payton and you're going to go take over the Broncos and you got some young receivers over there. Well, what, couldn't yeah. Adam Thielen help as a third guy in Denver? Couldn't Adam Thielen wherever Tom Brady winds up? Couldn't Adam Thielen just help as a guy that can quickly learn a system and be a, a safety blanket for him? I know Brady. Brady might love him right now. Yeah, yeah, I. I you know what? I guess if I could get a sixth round pick, I and I could also find a way because I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a fairly big haircut cap wise anyway to have him not sign with the Packers, which I think he would do. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, if I could get a sixth round pick, I I would take it. I do feel like I think this is interesting. I feel like the genie is sort sort of out of the bottle now though. Like once you've said this, because here here's the thing, if he was frustrated just by his by his business side contract, like if he's like, I deserve more or something like that, you know, that gets addressed with the agent, the team. Um, but I feel like when it's a, you know, I want more opportunity and your teammate is Justin Jefferson. Like there's, that doesn't exist, my man. And like, if you think you're anywhere, you know, I should be, I should be the second guy to Jefferson. Cause I'm still good. Okay. You're, you got good hands, but Justin Jefferson, like if I'm O'Connell, Every waking hour of the next few months is spent on trying to find ways to get Jefferson away from the double teams I couldn't get him away yeah. from at the end of this season. Well, and, it's and not Thielen, how can I Thielen, Right, and Thielen would be five years ago. Thielen would have helped with that, just like he, just like him. Like you couldn't really go too aggressive. You couldn't do what teams are doing to Jefferson, yeah. which is rolling two and three defenders over. Yep. If it was the 2018 version of Adam Thielen out there, it was pick your it was pick your poison for a couple of years there. 
I mean, how Case Case Keenum drove that car, prime Adam Thielen, prime Stefan Diggs to a 13-win season. So we'll see how this plays out, but this is definitely very interesting, the things that are coming out of the, the Thielen camp here about uh, the future or maybe lack thereof with the Vikings. It is mock draft season. We're going to get to one of those in just a second, but a shout-out to our friends helping change lives. A year and a half ago, Judd committed to Livia. Down 40 pounds, kept it off, looking great, feeling great, looking, feel good, play good. Thank you very much. Exactly right. And and you know what? It was a a lifestyle change that took the guy that you're looking on the left to the guy on the right. And it was a positive change. And the positive change has continued. And right now, I have an offer for you. That's right. PD, you you folks have been great about joining the program. A lot of you have sent us uh, notes and pictures about your weight loss. If you want to join the program now, January, time for a new year and a, a new you, uh, the offer is this. If you mention my name, if you mention Judd, if you mention Sports Dad, score north 50% off the program, 855-GO-LIVIA, livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com, livia.com, 50% off, just mention Judd, and you will be well on your way to a change for the better. I want to mock. Mock! All right, boys. It's mock season, so across both Purple Daily and Mackie and Judd, our other daily podcast, we are going to give you, as often as possible, mock drafts from around the mockosphere, and we'll keep tabs on, okay, who are the popular players going to the Vikings at pick 24? Also, starting next week, next Tuesday, we're going to have a weekly draft show, draft speculation, a deep dive meat and potatoes draft party, if you will. Uh, on the Tuesday episodes of Purple Daily with our guy Thor Nyström. He sent me a screenshot of like his spreadsheet that he uses. Oh, to, oh my God. Yeah. It's ridiculous. This dude does <laughs> insane draft prep, yep. and uh, he's kind of, a, kind of a rising star on the, uh, the draft and sports betting side of, of media. So he'll be joining us. You've heard him on Before We Die with, with Jesse Pierce and Ross Brendel as part of the Purple Daily Umbrella. So he's going to come in starting uh, next Tuesday, and then he's going to be at the Senior Bowl too, so a lot of good stuff. Coming up here. This one, gentlemen, is from The Athletic, and it includes trades. Dane Brugler's NFL mock draft. It's actually two rounds. It's a 2.0 that just came out uh, yesterday. And there is drama with the number one pick. We're not going to go through everything. We'll do, do a couple highlights and then get to the Vikings. But we have a projected trade right out of the gate here, boys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right out of the gate. We've got the Indianapolis Colts moving up to draft Bryce Young from Alabama. It is uh, a swap of the number one and the number four. And the Colts also kick in the 35 and a future 2024 first-round pick to move up three spots and jump the Texans. Bears. God, I wish I was the Bears right now. Wouldn't wouldn't want to be them during the 2022 season, but, man, it would be fun to be them now. Could you imagine? I mean, there's... And the Bears need some defense, right? So you could. So they, then they've got the Bears yes. at four. They miss out on Will Anderson because he goes three to the Cardinals. C.J. Yep. Stroud, or I'm sorry, Will Levis goes to the Texans, the quarterback from Kentucky at two. But the Bears would still wind up with Jalen Carter, the stud defensive lineman from Georgia, as a consolation prize and yeah. extra draft capital. So not a bad uh, catbird seat to be in. Okay, we have another trade with the fifth pick, the Carolina Panthers trade with the Seahawks, who have the fifth pick via Denver, right? (laughs) So 
the Great. Panthers trade up to draft C.J. Stroud, and they so they swap the five and the nine, and then the Seahawks also get the ninety three and a two thousand twenty four first round pick. So the Seahawks, this is how you accumulate draft capital while staying relevant. The yes. Seahawks are doing an actual competitive rebuild. Yes, we'll see what the, what, the, what the Vikings decide to do. All right, uh, let's keep scrolling here. We've got uh, where's the first wide receiver? I'm scrolling. You see me scrolling. Uh, wow, no wide receivers in the top 13, 14. A lot of edge rushers. Uh, Anthony Richardson to the Lions via Green Bay at 15. So Lions trading up a few spots, giving up the 18 and the 48 to move up to 15 to draft Anthony Richardson, even though Jared Goff just had a big season. That's an interesting decision. Sit behind Goff for a year, maybe. I guess. Develop. Dan Campbell, he'll tutor him. Hmm. Uh, the first wide receiver, I think, at 20 here to the Seahawks, Jordan Addison, the stud from USC. Mm-hmm. And now we get to the Minnesota Vikings with the, and they're just doing, they're skipping the Dolphins here. So it's the, the Vikings are picking 24, but really 23 with the 23rd pick. According to the Athletic, the Minnesota Vikings select out of Maryland, cornerback Deontay Banks. I want a mock! Mock! Really? Here's the write-up. Between now and the draft, I'm sure we will hear plenty of quarterback talks running the Vikings, but they also need help on defense, obviously, including in the secondary. A cover and clobber corner. Wow. What? Clubber. Cover and clobber? Yeah. Like- Deontay Banks wow. has rangy speed and ball skills. Actually. Several NFL teams have second-round grades on him, but others believe he can crack the first round. So there you have it. It seems like a little bit of reach. Got to be honest. Well, also, two picks later, this is what's tough. The Vikings need a number two wide receiver pretty badly, I think. I think KJ's a good, solid number three. You need a deep threat guy. Yep, yep. I'm with you. That six foot four behemoth that runs a four four forty from TCU, Quentin Johnson, goes twenty fifth to the Giants, a weapon for Daniel Jones. Mm. So, behemoth's a great word, by the way. Nice use of it. Thank you, thank you. Um, so do you do you take another cornerback? And I get that Quasey can't be concerned about like, but we've taken six cornerback. Like nothing that happened before he got here is relevant to what he's going to do on draft day. If you need a cornerback, you take cornerback, but. Well, you know what? That that's a very good question because here's the thing. Supposedly, like what what you're hearing now is the Vikings have to go defense. The defense is so bad they have to go defense. I appreciate that, but like to your point, Phil, about competitive rebuilds, rebuilds, period. Do you put all your eggs in some way in, in the offensive basket? Because yeah. you know, if you think that this guy can be a two to Jefferson, and all we're looking for here, I think because Jefferson's just so damn good, is a legit two. Like, it's not like you've got to equal Justin. You just need to create the threat. Like, how how many times do you think internally, especially in the last part of the season, you know, going back to, this, uh, to the Green Bay game for sure, how many times do you think they sat down and said, if we had a number two, imagine the hay that guy could have made in this game? I know. Internally, yeah, they I mean, that Packers the game last was month a, of the season for sure. Yeah, that Packers game was a massive indictment of the fact that you know the Packers cared about one guy and you couldn't combat that really. Yep. 
So uh, that's the that's the athletic version of what the Vikings are going to do. They do have a second round here, but the Vikings don't have a second round pick. That mock presented in part by our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company, looking out for businesses for over 100 years. Such a great guiding hand if you are a business owner, just navigating the day-to-day, month-to-month, year-to-year waters of business ownership. Uh, You can find a full list of industries that they protect and specialize in, and you can find a contact for your local marketing rep over at federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect your business. All right, that's a little bonus episode for you guys. We've got the Write That Down predictions and the accountability session as well on Purple Daily today and uh, predictions on Mackie and Judd, too. So, And don't forget, next week, every Tuesday, the deepest of deep dives. It'll be fun. It'll be educational. We will put a quarter in Thor and sit back and watch him go, and we will speculate every week in deep dive fashion on what the Vikings may do in a few months in the draft. So this is your home for a daily Vikings offseason discussion, Purple Daily.